hear me? Turn me up a little bit. You know I like it loud. You do like it loud. I like I'll, it loud. I'm going to turn your headphone up, not you. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Turn the headphones up. How's that? Better. Louder? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm, push, I'm pushing you're, it here. You're like got super loud. I don't feel like I got any louder. Maybe yeah, I feel like you're you're loud in my headphones. Okay. Well, well, I like, you know what? I like hearing myself talk. You know what? I'm going to bump, I'll bump, I'll bump you up and then I'll scoot closer. <laughs> which won't Maybe solve I need, anything. Okay, well, oh, God. damn, I think it just blew an eardrum. No, it's great. Um, Yeah. Okay, that's okay. good. I like that. That's a good sound right okay, there. Okay, fair okay. enough. We're good. We're good. Are you ready? I, yeah, I, I'm already recording. Oh, okay. Fuck. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, man, it's... uh. <laughs> it's, it's one of those days. It's one of those days. It's always one of those days, and it, but you know what makes it better? What? Seeing you and drinking a little bourbon. So. It is, man. Hey, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. We're dipping back into the old Four Roses today. And I poured some extra. Oh, God, it is. It's, it's that good. It's you, so good. You need to have a strong one. That's part of the. That's yeah. part of it. What proof is that? I forgot to look. You know what I think? There's some of these Kentucky bourbons that just do it like their recipe is is top notch. It's like, it's like have you ever been to like a five-star restaurant where the, there's like a chef? Like a, the chef owns the joint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and every meal, no matter what you ordered, is just incredible. Yeah, they, they just know what they're doing. Four Roses just knows what they're doing. I agree. Like, you know, we always talk about, oh, it's smooth. You know, it's strong. It's smooth. But that's mm-hmm. got flavor. Right, it's so they've, they've done something deep. right. It's got a lot of, it's deep. Yeah, they're doing it good. I will say this. I went to, uh, there's, we did this little uh, brew, um, distillery tour this weekend, uh, this last weekend. Yeah, how was that? So sorry I couldn't go. Um, Baseball. <laughs> it was di- It was different. Yeah. So apparently Missouri has like the distillery rule where uh, you don't really, it doesn't really, like one, it's like a couple states in the union that have like this uh, distillery rule where you can just like kind of just start your own, like just start your own still, just kind of start. Like you have to have a liquor license. Yeah, but you, but like there's no, there's like a lot less, uh, I don't know, the guy explained it to us. Not as many hoops to jump through to get going. Yeah. Like you can just do it like tomorrow. So like downtown. There's like all these little like distilleries popping up everywhere, so people are like getting into this like uh, it's kind of like this um, like you know like where at Missouri in the state of Missouri. Yeah, but you just said downtown. Where were yeah. you? Yeah, uh, we were out like in Independence. Oh, okay. but yeah, but okay. downtown there's all these little micro distilleries popping up everywhere. Kind of like when the micro brews thing started popping. Right? Yeah, yeah, and which it's awesome, but I think I think what what you have here in Four Roses and like really good bourbons is age. And these guys are trying to like recreate a lot of like that flavor without without capturing the age, right? And that's kind of what the vibe I got from the Evansfield thing. But you get something, but probably not not as good quality. It is freaking strong. (laughs) Well, after so many that, then you forget about it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I forgot what we were doing here. (laughs) So, anyways, but it's awesome. They got a cool concept, and so good. Shout out to them. Now remind me again of this organization. You said they're a nonprofit, right? Yeah, what it was for to, yeah, it was, it was for nonprofit. Yeah, it was for a nonprofit called Traveling Turkeys. And, Shout out um, friend of the show, Traveling Turkeys. Yeah. Huge friend of the show. The whole and, organization. Yeah, the whole thing. It's just, just a great um organization that right we we raise money, we put together meal packages and give them to families and people who, you know, either can't get out 
um, or can't afford, uh, yeah. you know, a nice Thanksgiving dinner here during the holidays. And last year, I think we did like, um, 1500 meals or something like that, or two, like maybe almost 2000. Oh, and we're trying to do a little bit more than that this year. Yeah. Um, but it takes a whole team. It takes a village of people to put this together and we do it and they do a fantastic job. And so, and so well, shout out to them. That's yeah. awesome. So if you guys are doing anything, uh, hit them up, check it out. Traveling turkeys. Awesome. Traveling turkeys.com. And, uh, yeah. You took a bus out there, didn't you? Yeah, we took a party bus. That sounds awesome. It was it was a party. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> you missed out. I did. Should have been there. Oh. Hmm? Next time. Next time. Okay. But meanwhile, I mean, the shit is really hitting the fan here for um for the Tennessee Titans. Oh. I think we need to start with that. Word. I think we need to start with that. Because it is the it's hot hard topic. Not to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're on some thin ice, I think. Not even just with the tests, but the group gatherings, mm. um, just the protocols they're not following. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. Why do you think they're doing that? I don't know. I really don't. You would think as a professional organization and something as big as the NFL that you would be doing everything you could to make sure that your franchise, a part of this conglomerate business that makes a lot of money... Mm-hmm. Would be succeeding. Like, do everything you can by the rules they're following and extra rules that you're following. Right. Right? Absolutely. Why Why do anything else? Who do you think is the blame there? Is it the coach? Is it the GM? Is it the organization? Is it, From stuff is it like just that, it's on hard. the players? Like, no, I mean, it's hard not to think that, you know, you have to, you have to talk to the top. Mm-hmm. Other organizations aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. Some of them have had COVID positive tests. Look at the Patriots. You know? But like, the Chiefs looking good, looking good. Yeah, Broncos so looking far good so far. Yeah. Like there's been no issues, and I imagine that's because they're following the rules that not only the NFL has set, but the organization has said. In order for this to succeed, you will abide by our rules. Mm-hmm. So it basically means to me that some punishment has to happen. And it's going to be big. You think? How could it not? I mean, we're they've getting... they've put at risk the entire season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, one thing is, we all signed up for this. We knew it was gonna kind of be a shit show when we all were like, "Hey, we don't care. We want football yeah, back. Three weeks we in, need, and we need it back, and it doesn't matter. And we'll deal with all the the mayhem that it brings." So we we all kind of like signed up for. It. But at the end of the day, I think you're right. Like. The majority of the organizations are getting it figured out, whether it's from the top down or whether the players are committed to just being safe, <laughs> either one. But at the end of the day, Tennessee's got to get the shit together. Th- three weeks in, everything looked like it was going smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't hardly any issues until Tennessee and Pittsburgh got postponed. And then mm-hmm. Tennessee has had more issues ever since. And it's not just like more tests becoming positive. It's now knowing that they have not followed the rules. Right. They've been gathering. Mm-hmm. And not just gathering, but like... Like off-site. Off-site with yeah. other people as well. Like, that can't happen. No. You're you're being paid, mm-hmm. okay? You're a professional athlete. You've signed up for this. You're not in the bubble like the MLB or the NHL or the NBA. So you actually get to see your families and stuff. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. Stick with that. Right. And know that for this amount of time... You have to follow those rules. And they didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it kind of feels like what the Cardinals did. A little bit. 
Like you had, you were like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta keep things tightened down. And the one little, one guy decides to kind of cut the corner and I don't know which guy cut right. the corner first, but one guy does it, whether it's a staff member. And it cost. It cost us it cost us two weeks. Yeah. Um still made the playoffs. Still made the playoffs. The other, the other thing is if the Titans, if they gotta keep moving the schedule around there and they're trying to be all flexible and stuff, the difference it, between- it could it could mess up what the playoffs do. Now, at the end of the day, I think here's what the NFL's gonna do. They're not they're not interested in moving uh adding weeks. Z- no, zero yeah. interest. I feel like if it push comes to shove, they're gonna be like, "We're, we're gonna take whatever your record is, and like, maybe, or, or maybe, you forfeit that or maybe game you gotta because forfeit we, these games, yeah. yeah, yeah." But that could have big and if you can't get your stuff together. Well, of course it could, but I mean, it's not Pittsburgh's fault. No, it's Tennessee's fault. Mm-hmm. So if Tennessee can't play the game, or maybe they should be forced to play the game with the amount of players that they have that are COVID negative. Mm, that's tough, but it is what it is. I know. They chose not to follow the rules. Yeah. Cardinals had to do that. Right. When they got back going, they could not play with some of their top players because they were still in quarantine. hmm And they still did it. Yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Do you think people are starting to chill out on the COVID a little bit or not? Or what do you think? Overall, yeah. Like, you mean as a public or in sports? Well, both. Uh, maybe like the, like, I think at first, if you think back, like it was like, oh, you had the COVID. COVID this is a death sentence. But now it's kind of like, hey, well, yeah, be- like in April. Yeah. Like, but yeah. now it's like, kind of like, nah, you'll be all right next week. You'll be all right. You can come back and I feel like both in a good way. Yeah. It's almost become normal now that it's out there and you have your mask on in public, but people are still now doing stuff and gathering and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And right. I, I don't want to go into like a political debate here or no. whatever, but like it's probably risky, but at the same time, you kind of know the risk. You kind of know the risk. Yeah. As long as you're keeping yourself safe and trying to do your best to keep others safe. I mean, it's nowhere near what it was like in April. Right. March or April. You're, like, you're shut in. Only one person goes to the grocery store. And even then, you are it's close. You are clean and your mask is on. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like burning you your are clothes. shut in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's a little different here because like my wife is still going to the hospital under the pandemic rules and we come back and we have to follow so many guidelines for when she's done with work on like how she interacts with the family when she gets Mm -hmm. home, what she has to do with her clothes and stuff like that. Like it's a new normal. So your wife can do it, but these players are having problems, right? That's what you're saying. Which means somebody's not following the rules, right? Somebody's not wearing their mask appropriately or they're hanging out with people without, you know, appropriate, whatever, like, um, I don't know. Yeah. Just not just not being as safe when you're being paid that kind of money to it's, be safe. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's very unfortunate for the other teams in the league that have to try to figure this out. And and I think the shining light in all this is the Chiefs are getting super fucking lucky. <laughs> I mean, we're getting like we're getting basically like in a time when you really didn't need the luck, you're getting the luck. Right. Like we're getting hey, what hey, we'll just let you guys play on another Monday night game. And then like now, if the Titans miraculously pull this off and they get that, they're going to move that Bills game up, then they're like, we might just play our game on Saturday. Like, yeah. we get the whole day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what better is that? How much better does it get? Somehow Basically, the, Chiefs the Chiefs are coming are out like- really lucky in this scenario. <laughs> get an extra day to play the Patriots. Yeah, I mean. You know, then. <laughs> and then we just, I mean, we kind of. We kind of, I mean, they didn't really put up that good a fight. I mean, a little bit maybe, but 
I mean, we were playing Hoyer and then Stidham. So it's I mean, I tell you what, but I but I will say the Chiefs defense. I mean, in the without the Chiefs defense in that game, Chiefs looked beatable. How dare you say that? I was there. I know. I saw it. Did you see us win? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, <laughs> you know, it's kind of it felt like the Chargers game. Yeah. It did. And the only reason that the Patriots weren't winning is because they had Hoyer making some really dumb choices in the red zone. Yeah. The sack, the uh, missed, or not, uh, whoa, whoa. At halftime, they should have been up at least by three, if not by ten. Yeah. Based on how things were playing out. Like, the Chiefs, Mm -hmm. at that point, looked beatable. And even through the third quarter... And then the fourth quarter happened. Well, our defense just and made the, some great plays. The there defense at the end made of the great half. plays yeah. when they needed Mahomes to. made it the plays he needed to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the defense came up big with that pick six. I don't know if we're giving the, I don't know if we're giving the defense enough credit. Like, no, 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 we no. know how great the offense is. Obviously, I'll, I'll like, tell you this right now: the clip. defense won that game. It think, wasn't the offense. The oh, offense for sure. did fine. Yeah, for sure. But I'm saying, like, we always. I think, and maybe this is. Maybe this is just like, maybe I'm just speaking like for myself or, you know, maybe not. Like everyone knows how great of offense we have. I mean, Tyreek, Pat, CEH, Kelsey, Walking. I mean, delicious. I'm going to push back on that a little while, but I want you to finish your thought. And so, uh, and we look at the defense like, hey, the defense is good. They got a lot of good players, but like, it's always on the offense. But if we look back over the last, I think it's like the last... Um, nine games I think since we since we won all these games now and then the last games of last year like the defense is like basically like a top no no they're a top 10 defense top five or, or some, um, that's probably true they're leading a lot of the metrics right now because they're scoring defense or the defense uh, I think people are focusing it, on so much on Pat Mahomes that you fail to see like average. how many points that the Chiefs are keeping teams to right like they kept the Chargers to what was it 17 16 points and then next week 20. they go out and put up 31 or something yeah. like that um we buried the uh the Ravens I mean yeah no no doubt no doubt and we buried the Patriots too I mean really it wasn't the offense that did that no it wasn't and like I said the offense made plays when they needed to mm-hmm. but the op the offense looked okay at best yeah and that's two games now that they did not against the Ravens. Ravens, they look sharp. Mm-hmm. But against the Chargers? No, they only had nine points going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Against the Patriots? They only mm. had, what, 10, 13 going into the fourth quarter? That seems odd for the, a Patrick the, Mahomes yeah. offense. Yeah. But that's two out of four games where they have not scored much. Defenses are starting to catch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the defense is the one that's, that's taking advantage of other teams' errors. Mm. Yeah. And that's a sign of a great team. Sure. I, I always said defenses would eventually catch up. Now, what's happening with those games is they're leaving Patrick Mahomes wide open to make these 20-yard-plus runs. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was actually the difference maker or the momentum shift in that game on Monday. Yeah. Is there were like, it was like third and eight or something. And just like in the Chargers game, Mahomes had this wide-open field to just run for a first down and more. Right. And it's happened week after week after week. There's too many goddamn people on the field that to they cover. gotta protect. Right. Yeah. It's like they need to set aside one person <laughs> and your job is to yeah. make sure he does not do that. Yeah, but as soon as you that guy stands there and waits all day, then they, they just chuck it to right. the open guy. What I'm saying is the offense is 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 beatable, but the defense 
looks good. Oh, it's here's what it is. It's a damn good team. All the it's way a good around. Team. All the way around, you know. And that's and right now, that's how you know you're a championship caliber team is when your offense has an off day and the defense mm-hmm. comes out and picks you up. So like last year, you know what I mean? Their their offense was great, the defense was okay. Now they're more of a well-rounded team. Sure. Mm-hmm. Defenses are catching up to their offense, but they're overlooking the defense. Spags is doing an incredible he job. He is. He's turning it, he's turning job. that D into a top D. I mean, I think that's when I, and kudos to Veach again. Like he brought him in to be like, "Hey, We've got some parts here. We need you to really tighten it up. Because I remember remember last year, in the first few games of the year, people were uh, – it was a it was a lot of Frank Clark wasn't healthy. But yeah. We didn't really know that, how, how severe his Thorn, health was. Thornburg and, wasn't healthy. No, he was healthy, but he was a rookie. And you had a lot of you had a lot of these guys trying to figure out Spag's system, and everybody was like, "Oh, this guy's not going to get us there." And then about midway through the year, you kind of start to see everything click and go, "Oh, he." It takes a while to get into how he. Um, it takes defenses schemes. a while to to adapt to the coordinator and sure. buy into the system, right? And now you see it like, "Oh, yeah, dangerous, yeah." Dangerous. I remember in, in 2015 when the Broncos won. The year before that, you know, Wade Phillips was the defensive coordinator, and their defense was okay. Mm-hmm. And then they bought into it. Right. And in 2015, like boom, that defense was salty. You mm-hmm. couldn't the no fly zone. It was so great. Yeah, so much fun to watch. Yeah, how are they doing now? <laughs> hey, they won. They won. They got a win. They, they got a win. They did pick up a win. Hey, congratulations. One and three. Or I told you, still have a chance to go thirteen and three. <laughs> and now they have an you extra can, you day. Can't, you can't do it unless you start with a win. That's for sure. They have an extra day to prepare for the Patriots. Mm. That's, and there's a chance that, Drew Locke might be ready. Oh, really? They're, they're, Although I'm kind of saying like, well, maybe you should just. I mean, you're out. one and three. Make sure he's healthy before you bring him back. Well, and you're going. Uh, well, it depends on whether if Cam Cam tech. might be able to. Like right now, Drew might be able to play. Cam might be able to play, or it's right. going to be Hoyer versus Thigpen. No, no not Thigpen. Thigpen. Uh, right, Ripen. Yeah, Ripen. Yeah. Th- same thing. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Very similar. Although Ripen's a rookie, like he didn't look for a rookie in his first NFL start. Granted, it was against the Jets. <laughs> Not, I mean, it wasn't. Fine. It wasn't as bad as I thought it could be. He wasn't as bad as Hoyer. <laughs> no, no. But it was. It was respectable for a rookie in a first time, right? But it's the Jets too. So let's like. I mean, let's let's temper our expectation. But, of course. But also, if there was ever a time to do an NFL start, it's it was against that. the Jets. Yeah, for sure. And you did what you needed to do. For sure. Yeah, um, the Jets are god awful. Oh, they're like, they're nasty bad. That they might as well just. They might as well take get COVID. But I'll just say, if the <laughs> just Broncos quit playing can come all out, year, just be like, well, we just keep testing. If positive, the Broncos can over. come out and s- somehow do something against the Patriots, okay, yeah, we might have a small shot at something. And that because could be, the and AFC that could West be. is worse than we thought a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, we were pretty high and like, well, Chargers don't look that bad, Raiders don't look that bad, and now they both kind of suck. Um, I wouldn't say suck, but it's don't look great. Hmm. I don't know why everyone's so hyped up. Like the Raiders are like some good team right now. Like there's a lot two of weeks that into the going season on. they were. Yeah, and then they weren't. <laughs> but that's why I always say like I got two two games is not a sample. Give me five. Let's five see. Games. Let's see what five games looks like. So if the Broncos come out of this one two and three, and looking and and those two of those losses were in the last minutes of the fourth quarter, 
They don't look that bad. Mm, still two and three. Yeah, I know. You, you are know? what your record is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think th- I think they've gotten better. No, they've gotten worse because they've lost so many players. And they- Noah Fant is out. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, oh, okay. Never mind. I, you, we switched there somewhere. You're, you switched back over to the Broncos. Yeah. Being two I, and three. In, in okay. my mind, I never left the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. So it's on the topic of the Broncos. So yes, please. what do you think does, uh, is it Nick, Vic Fangio? Yes. Okay. Does he make it through the year or what do you yeah, think? He'll make it through he'll the year. Through he'll the make year. it through okay. the year because I'm, he's only had one year. Now, if he doesn't show some coaching improvement, and that just means like decision making in the game, like he needs to show some more smarts, mm-hmm. and the defense has to be a little bit better. I know we've lost some pieces to injury, right? But the defense has to be better. The real question mark, actually, is if John Elway's back. Oh, they're not going to get rid of Elway. I don't know. Ownership's not. Broncos aren't used to back to back losing seasons. They're not. When Pat Bolin, you know, when he was healthy and Mm -hmm. alive, Mm -hmm. I think the Broncos had like one losing season in 20 years or something like that. Like a legit model franchise, maybe not as many championships as you would have liked, but they were always a contender and always a thorn in people's side. Sure. And now they're not, Mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of that has to do with John Elway. He has not found a quarterback. Mm. He hasn't. I just don't know if I see. We're them five years removed from of, a Super Bowl. Yeah, and we have not had a playoff appearance. Mm, yeah, that's a tough look. It is. It's yeah. not great. No. And at some point, like every other GM would be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Why not him? And I know he's the golden boy of Denver, and we owe a lot to John Elway. But at the same time, you're not getting it done now. How long do you get on the Super Bowl win? You know, what's like the, you know, like, let's say you're GM and you win the Super Bowl. Like, what kind of time does that buy you? Is it, is it five years? I hate to like, say it. it depends I, on I don't the, know. If it, it depends on the team. Yeah. Some teams have higher expectations. Mm-hmm. To me, three years. If you have. Damn, If bro. you have. <laughs> but think about it. Okay, you win a Super Bowl. I mean, Bowl, I know it's super competitive, but three years, I mean. You win a Super Bowl and the next three years, mm-hmm. you don't make anything? Like no playoffs. No playoffs. Mm-hmm. And now we've been to five with no playoffs. Yeah, I well, think, I'm sorry, I think we're after in the you, middle of our fifth year. I think after year three, it, you gotta be like, uh, the seat starts to warm up. Right, right, right. I don't know if it's like, hey, we're done, but the no, no, seat I, starts I to definitely warm like up. The, like the seat is warm. Yeah. Now he went a fourth season, mm-hmm. and now we're in the middle of the fifth season mm. at one and three. It's getting toasty. It's getting toasty. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like. I love John Elway. He is the model person for the franchise, and he made everybody hate him because of how how good he was, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah. At the same time, I'm tired of losing now. We're in the fourth quarter, John. <laughs> We're in the fifth quarter. <laughs> We're in quarter. the fourth quarter. We're in the fifth quarter, John. Maybe Drew Locke becomes healthy, and he starts to turn things around, and I start changing my voice because his defense has still been good mm-hmm. the past four years. Yeah. But there's been no offense. There's still a lot of games left, too. You got to remember that. Like, your shot at going to the playoffs, barbecued. But at the same time, like, if Drew comes back. I wouldn't say barbecued. Let's wait till week seven to say barbecued. It's not looking good. I think there's like a 10% chance at this point. There's probably less than that. According to ESPN, there's a 10% (laughs) chance. I looked it up. Okay. After this weekend, there'll be like a one and a half percent. If they beat the Patriots, though, that that says something. And then after that, I think they have the Dolphins. Going into Kansas City could be three and three. 
I know what you think about that. I know what you think about that. And we, I know what the odds are. But yeah. at, after four games, I have to be optimistic because I'm tired of losing. I will say this. If we're looking at the AFC West over the last, let's say, three years, maybe four years, I think the Broncos are probably the most, uh, the, the ones who've given us uh, the best shots at trying to beat us. I, I would agree say with that. that. Yeah. They've made it interesting. Yeah. I think they have the best roster out of the other three teams. But again, uh, you did something wrong because now all of our players are hurt. Mm. I don't know what you did, but I guess you didn't prepare team. You didn't prepare enough or your workout regimens were doing something wrong because you have like six major starting players Mm -hmm. who are out for the season. Yeah, that's tough. And your starting quarterback has been gone the past two and a half weeks. Possibly a third week. I mean, some of that stuff is just, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. There's not a whole lot you can do about it. I get that, but once you get to that many players, you have to think. I mean, look at some of the other teams in the league, though. There's a lot of teams that are missing a lot of players. A lot of them. As key? I mean, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Top wideout, top pass rusher, (laughs) top running back. Tight end. Tight end. Quarterback. Cornerback. Yeah. Offensive line? Did you uh, oh, call dude, him? Yeah. yeah. Offensive line. We have two guys. Yeah. And now Jarrell Casey. Mm. The top guy who's been batting down passes for us. We yeah. picked him up from the Titans. He's out now. Like, Yeah, it's tough, after man. After a while, you start to think, maybe it's not the players, or maybe it's not freak accidents. Just bad conditioning. Maybe. Could be. Which I is coaching. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was high on Vic Fangio when he came in because, like, well, he's been in the league for years and has always had a good defense. He's like your classic NFL guy. He'll get it done. Mm-hmm. And after a season and a half, I'm like, hmm. Eh. You know what would be worse? What? If I were the Jets? <laughs> if you're the Texans, bro. They are in some deep They got shit. rid of Bill O'Brien. They wised up. They, they wised up. They listened to the show and they were like, oh my God, we're you're right. right. Bill is fucking it up. Guys, bad out I here. heard from the NFL. I didn't believe them, but then I listened <laughs> to this podcast in Kansas City from these two guys. <laughs> and, it makes sense. Yeah. Click. Click. <laughs> Who's the candidates? Have they mentioned anyone? Uh they gotta hire someone soon. I mean, they gotta hire somebody, but they're gonna they just did like an interim thing with uh uh, Romeo Cronell. And as a Chiefs fan, we all know how that turns out. So I got a feeling I that there's not going to be. you can consider that. I, I don't know how they're going to have a lot of wins this year. If that, Head coach if of the Browns didn't do well. Head coach of the Chiefs didn't do well. He's a great defensive, defensive coordinator. Sure. That's it. Mm-hmm. Some people are not cut out to be a head coach. Yeah. They're just not. So what do you think? Does Bill get another job? Like right away? Yeah, I think he's too. Uh, I think like he gets a front office job. I don't think he gets a head coaching job. I was I was reading an article that said like he's only had like one losing With my luck, season. The Broncos will pick him up. <laughs> Maybe he's only had one losing season as a head coach. Although the last it's pretty good record. Of, last good head record. coach of the Texans, mm-hmm. we picked up and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Granted, he was with Kubiak. us in like yeah he was yeah. with us in the nineties and backup QB to Elway and he had Broncos ties and. I'll take that. I liked Kubiak a lot. Yeah, no, I think I, 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 I did too. I thought he was a good coach. Um, but Bill's got some problems. And I think now that he's fired, like there's going to be a lot of players coming out and saying things that like he probably was not the best. It did seem like like there was no cohesion. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the things to be admired about the Chiefs. There's right. cohesion. The Chiefs, the, the players all support Reed and his staff. 
And there's never any question of that. Well, that's what truly defines a great head coach. Right. That's Wait. one thing I loved about Kubiak. Like, the players loved Kubiak. Mm-hmm. And the players loved, loved Fangio, too. And whatever. I just would like to see something. Well, that was that was the problem. If we if we switch it here real quick, just because it's our local reference, is that was one of the big problems with Ned Yost, and yeah, he couldn't. He he had such a difficult time early on in his career to release the duties to the other coaches to actually manage and yeah. do and do what they need to do while he could focus. It's like on, he, did, he didn't trust the other coaches right. to do their job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, and when he finally realized that, Oh, these guys are professionals too. They can handle it. That's when it took a, that's when we turned the corner. Things started going their way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's an ego thing and maybe it's uh maybe it's just a personality thing, but I mean, Bill, O'Brien wasted a ton of talent for his ego. He had or whatever Deshaun Watson, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, and DeAndre Hopkins, and was not able to turn that into sustainable success. Right. He, like, sh- he shipped that shit off, and then then pissed away a couple picks. Yeah, and they, they, and JJ Watt for that man. I'm sorry, I well, keep on forgetting about him. Yeah, He's injury he, prone, but, but he couldn't. Yeah, he had a health issue in terms of staying healthy, but. I don't know. You had a They're 24 done. to nothing lead on the Chiefs. <laughs> and squandered yeah, that Yeah, I mean, you weren't... I don't. I feel like no matter what Bill O'Brien did after that, like, you were going to get fired. <laughs> Correct. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, the Chiefs were going to come back a little bit anyway, but then you saw some of the dumb decisions that, well, that were made in that game, especially in the third quarter, if I remember right. Like, there was this weird punt play. Am I, I remembering that yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I am remembering wrong. Or wrong. No, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You got that. There was like right, some yeah. questions, like, "Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that?" Yeah, Even Chiefs fans were like, "Why? Thank you, but why okay. would you do that? Yeah, you're gonna That's give us just one? dumb." Yeah, yeah. I think I was rooting for the. He Texans. just probably just tried to, you know, <laughs> think we, he was going to catch somebody off guard, and he didn't. He did not. No, he did not. Failed. Anyways, he'll get he'll get another job. I don't doubt that. I think he's a good football mind. I just don't think he was cut out for what he was doing. Maybe he learns. Maybe this is like a learning opportunity for him to be like, like a, hey, I gotta be like a, a better, Bill Belichick in Cleveland. No, I just gotta be a better coach. And the Bill Belichick tree is not very fruitful. It's not. No. Where you see a lot of other like Name me one successful Belichick um Disciples, is that what you call them? I like, I mean, disciples is probably a fruit. strong word. <laughs> like Josh McDaniels failed. Understudy, maybe. Yeah, like Bill O'Brien failed. Yeah. Matt Patricia not doing great. No, he's not. No, they. I mean, I think the Lions had they, something with Jim Caldwell. They all have a victory against the Patriots, but then you don't see much after that. Yeah, but that's not even worth anything. No, it's not. So, I, mean, I remember when McDaniels was coaching in Denver in his first year. All right, they were six and zero. And the sixth win became against the Patriots mm. on a national, I think it was Monday Night Football or maybe Thursday Night Football. And then after that, after that win, they didn't make the playoffs. At 6-0, and didn't make the playoffs because he just pissed away the farm or whatever the phrase is. Yeah. Because he wasn't cut out for it. He got what he needed to get, which is a win against his mentor. Right. And then, then you don't over. know what to do after that. Right. I think the same way is with Bill O'Brien. Mm. Their 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 achievement. It's not the Super Bowl. It's beating your mentor, and that's that's what that's you the need. difference. Yeah, like Doug Peterson when he was with Philly. Now, granted, Philly is not good now, 
But I don't think his goal was ever to beat Andy Reid because he had respect for Andy Reid. You know, it was mm-hmm. to win a Super Bowl, and he and he did. Right. Props to him for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any Bill Belichick mentees that are going to go off and do anything. Yeah. Well, Bill Belichick is just a tough dude. Like he's just an a great mind. Don't get me wrong. No like doubt. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to throw shade at him, but. I feel like he's he's just like I don't know. Like all these dudes have so much success under him, but then without him, they they don't they don't know, you know, how to turn the lights on. Because you know what he's good at? He's good at finding people who are great at one thing and putting them in that spot. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And then once they leave from doing that one thing and try to do more than that, it's like it doesn't work. Right. Josh McDaniels is a great offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. His mind on making plays is incredible. Put him in a GM head coach spot, and he's out of order. He has no idea really what to do. Now, he may do great the second time around, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why he hasn't accepted another job yet. Yeah, because he's going to fail. Matt Patricia... <laughs> At the time, great defensive coordinator. Right. That that Patriots defense was a force. Yeah. Oh, Go yeah. in and try to be a, a head coach to Matt Stafford and the Lions. Oy. Not good. Not great. Mm-mm. Probably should have not taken that. But I think a lot of these guys, they got to, hey, you got to try it. You're going to have to try it. It's the only way to learn if you're good at it or not. Very you know true. What I mean? Very true. They're so. making more money than I am, so there's that. <laughs> Unless Four Roses would like to sponsor us with a multi-million dollar deal. Yeah, let's go, Four Roses. Step right. up to the plate. I will promote well, the hey, crap you just, out of just you. Just give us free bourbon. We'll be okay with that, too. That's um, very true. All right, so what do you want? You want, you want to switch it over to, I mean, baseball? I mean, I know the cards are out, and the Cubs, and the basically since everybody we, in the central since was we, just oh, like a whoop it was amazing we had out of there. four teams playing four different other teams and had a possibility of being like an nl central all in all in ds yeah. and then uh, a nlcs i think everybody got swept everybody lost no cardinals didn't get swept oh okay everybody else did everybody else did Cardinals yeah. had a four-run lead and squandered that mess and then got thrashed in game three. Yeah, it's tough. To be honest, they had no business being there. No. They were lucky to make the playoffs. Yeah, limped in with some COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Played three games less than everybody else. Not entirely true. There was one team that didn't play in the <laughs> game because they didn't play yeah. us. Well, the Tigers, but they didn't have a chance at the right at the playoffs. Whatever. Yeah. Since we last talked, yeah. a lot of teams have left. Yeah. One team has not, though. One team, in fact, advanced today. Two advanced today. Well, I know, but one in particular that I do not like. You know which one it is. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine you don't like the Braves. Oh, I love the Braves. I think they're a fantastic talent. Astros. Yeah. I wanted the Athletics to win that so bad. Dude, the Astros are just straight hanging their nuts on everyone's face, though, with the whole, like, oh, you know what? We limped into the playoffs. They had a here. losing record, and now, but they're like four and one right now in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. and even the one time they did lost, was, they right still now. had seven runs in that game. Yeah, they had eleven today. They are beating the leather out of the ball. Oh, did it, did the Rays win? Uh, they they're still, they're probably still playing. I don't know if they. They were. I they really were down the, two. I really do want the Padres to come back against the Dodgers. I know that's a tall order. 
but boy, the Padres. As much as I as much as I didn't want them to win against the Cardinals, I like the Padres a lot. Um, I got a feeling that the Yankees have a uh, oh oh Dodgers are beating them. Yeah, the Yankees won five to one. Uh, oh, series tied. Dodgers two, two. are wow. beating the the pants out of the Padres at the moment. Tell you what, might be over. The Braves did not blink twice. The Braves are solid. They took care of the Marlins without an issue whatsoever. In fact, let me think. Of, let me look at this. Which is, I thought the Marlins might give it a better, better. Uh, Last week we were talking run. that every time the Marlins make the playoffs, they win the World Series. I know they did. Not this year. Nope. They broke that streak. Two and one. <laughs> They've been three times. They've won they two rings. They allowed five runs the whole series. Like they blanked them twice. Yeah. And the Braves in that time, man, they scored a lot of runs. The Braves are filthy. 17, 18, they scored. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna come down to uh, Braves and Dodgers, and then Rays and Strohs, and my hope would be a Braves Rays World Series. I bet the Yankees pull it off. Yankees Strohs. What if we have Strohs Dodgers for the World Series back? It was like when they were banging the drums. Or bringing the trash cans. Oh man, that's two teams I hate. I know, but that who that, do you root for? I feel like that's what twenty twenty is all about, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, everything that I don't want. Like, yeah, like the only thing worse would be a Yankees Cubs World Series, and I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> right, like that's just like twenty twenty spinning right around. I got to like, for hey, the Dodgers. Then remember, right? Yeah, it's like Do- this is Dodgers to get that. Maybe this is what twenty twenty needs. We need the Dodgers <laughs> to win. And not have the cheaters banging trash cans, and then all is right in the world. I mean, serious. How are the everything. Astros doing this? I don't know. In reality, how are they doing this? Their bullpen is trash. Yeah, they are. There's and and they haven't really been like super good at hitting all season. No, like, and are, now suddenly maybe, they're may, great again. No, maybe they're hitting the trash cans again. I don't know. They have something else. <laughs> We're not hitting a trash can. Little buzzers in their sneakers or something. Right, it's how yeah. my mask is positioned. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's like a cardboard cutout, you know, I, I, calling the now signs. The world is created where I have I have a situation where I have to root for the Dodgers, and I hate that. The Dodgers are good though. They are good. They I haven't mean, won in a long time. I don't. I mean, I'm not a Dodgers guy, but I mean, they are good. Like they've oh, no, got a lot great. of great they're talent. Great. Yeah. They would have been in that situation had we had a 162-game season. For sure. They're a great, well-built team. And honestly, they they lost World Series to two cheating teams. They kind of deserve one. Yeah. They well, really do. I think, uh, what's the manager's name there? Um, Dave Dave Roberts? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's finally like... I'm done fucking around here. Like he's like, were, like he's like kind of like, oh, just let my teams, you know, like manage it kind of softly. Like he's like making guys swipe bags. Like he's really like, we're not I, taking I, any chances. Yeah, like I might not be. This <laughs> might be a couple of my last rodeos. Here. If I, I were Dave used Roberts up. and I meet the Astros in the World Series, I would say like, okay, guys, game one is crap. We're gonna we're gonna lose this one. We're banging the trash we're going cans to do on is every peg the Astros one yeah. after another. Yeah. I will give up five runs if you just go up and hit them five times in a row. Yeah. Pink, 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 pink. Just I'm gonna get I'm gonna get kicked out. Okay. We're all gonna get kicked we're out. We're all gonna get kicked out. We're losing game one. But then we're winning games yeah. two, three, four, and five. Yeah, we're gonna set the tone right out the gate. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee the first pitch, that first ball's coming in inside it's coming hot. in hot. Coming in real hot. Coming in tight. Hope nothing like low blow at the knees or the head or mm. anything. Like just hit him in the back. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. 
Send a message. Uh oh. Oh, oh, no. oh. There we go. By the way, we're recording during yeah. Thursday night football, which we've done now for a we few have. weeks. Yeah. It's Bears and uh Buck Bucks. Twelve forty five left here in the fourth, and it is two, three, and one teams. I guess it's a good match. Haven't really been watching it. Bears but, are lucky three and one, and Tom Brady's doing better than I thought he would actually. Like as in the season, not in this game. Which yeah, sucks for me because I have him in my fantasy. But I also think right that the Buccaneers really haven't played. If you look at their schedule, they haven't really played. No, they've played the Broncos. That's a win. Yeah. They haven't played a very tough schedule. And the one that they did was the Saints. And neither and neither one of the quarterbacks looked like Second a Second 27 with a Super Bowl MVP. Run it. Oh, yeah. Bad call. That was a bad play. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. But back to what we're talking about. Um, I mean, the, this is kind of a cool stat. The Chiefs are 4-0. Uh, first time to do it four years in a row at any franchise. This is pretty big. That's a pretty cool thing to they do. They haven't lost in 332 days or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. Well, we haven't lost since that Nashville game. I'm waiting for you to lose. I'm rooting since for the you Titans to lose. Since Titans game. I want you to lose. And then uh, another cool stat out of the week was first team to win back-to-back Monday night football games. <laughs> It's pretty cool though, right? It's probably not gonna. I mean, maybe this year it gets done by somebody, but outside of this, this it's never gonna happen. Nothing that's gonna happen again, right? Like that record is gonna be like the Cal Ripken record. For example, it's gonna stand the test of time. Like no one's gonna play it again. Won home games in three stadiums this year. Like no team has ever done that. They won a home game at Wrigley. Yeah, they won a home game in Milwaukee and in St. Louis. Like no team's ever gonna do that again, unless there's another pandemic. And even then. Who knows? It's just bananas. I think it could come down to, at the end of the season, like there might be a team that's like, we won a Thursday night game, a Friday night game, a Saturday night game, a Sunday night game, a couple Monday night games, and a Tuesday Why night game. Why in the game. world did we yeah, not play that only Wednesday day, night? Yeah, the only thing we didn't play was Wednesday night games. <laughs> like, it's possible. It's, it's completely possible. possible. If you're seven days of the week bingo card and we're trying to win a game, like, please get yeah, to like win, on Wednesday. Wednesday's the free spot. Like, nobody plays on Wednesday. Everybody gets that free spot, and then the rest of the Raiders week up. Yeah. for you. I don't, and there's nothing to talk about there. No. I, they they literally don't even, like, nothing about that team blows my skirt up at all. On third and 29, you throw five yards. Great. You know cool. what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I was reading a stat that the last five games, we there's like a 90, 90 point uh, differential like in scoring which, differentials. Which, it's like 10, it's like 10 something to 22. Which division is worse? <laughs> the AFC West or the NFC East? Oof. NFC East is in trouble right now. Yes, they are. The winner of that division might be f- have five wins. Wasn't it? Oh, it was like four. Years. <laughs> like seriously, like it, or maybe maybe six. Four or six years ago, didn't a division like the Seahawks won a division at seven and nine or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that's happened a couple of times. Carolina yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carolina's done it before, but I mean, it could be like five or six because the Redskins yeah. are not good. No. I mean, they're they Eagles might are not they good. might have Alex Smith come out and play on one on leg. one leg. <laughs> That's not funny. I like Alex. I Smith. I know he's a great and friend of the what, show. What happened to him was <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> that, a- never, that never gets old. <laughs> I know. Number eleven, we love you. But can somebody? Can a listener please go through and listen to our podcast and find out who all of our friends of the shows are? Because we need to send them thank you notes. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Why not? We never did do our bourbon list. I know. I am a slacker. And we need people to share this podcast. Yeah. 
really need that going right yeah. now. Let's get that going, guys. Get Please. it out there. Share it along. Let us know. Let everybody know. Let everybody know. We have a fun time. Well, who wouldn't want to listen? Who wouldn't? We do it every fucking week. You can come and join us for all I care. <laughs> yeah. We still got these big guests on the on the radar here and on we're getting ready to, and we're getting ready to roll that out here in the next few weeks. So stay tuned on that. Um but yeah, but back to what I was saying. What what were we talking about just a minute ago? Alex Smith oh, yeah. might be yeah. Well, you said you were asking which one, and so I think uh, I think the AFC West is still better because there's more hope for sure. There's like no hope in the NFC East. No, I have no idea who's going to win that. Like we know who's going to win the AFC West. I bet Dallas somehow wins Broncos. <laughs> I'm pretending Damn, like how much, how much, not happening. How much of four roses did you have? Not enough to here? deal with the crap that is the Denver Broncos right now. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's a tough look for the Denver Broncos right now, but they're getting it. They're gonna get it figured out. Hopefully, I mean, what I like about them is their roster. I think if they were all healthy, they would be a contender. Sure, absolutely, a playoff contender. Absolutely. I don't think they're close to a Super Bowl. But a playoff contender, or one that would make things difficult for yeah. the good teams. I was high on them when we started the season. You know that. I know. I I wasn't as high as you were. Uh, why would you be? But, I'm not as high on the Chiefs as you are. But you I, think but they I, are I thought unbeatable. I thought they would compete. I mean, hey man, if they were healthy, they would. After what we did to the Ravens, I know we didn't look our best at the Patriots, but we still are four zero. Four knows four I, I really think right now, if we're looking at it, the Bills are gonna be tough. I have said that since the beginning. Bills are gonna be tough out. When do you play the Bills? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. I but I think the but two see, after that the, your schedule is like mm, gets pretty easy. It eases it eases up. You have the Raiders twice, the Broncos twice. You have the Dolphins, the Jets. Oh my God, we're gonna embarrass the Jets. They should just get COVID <laughs> and be like, we forfeit. <laughs> What's the line on that? Like fifteen. <laughs> It might be one of the biggest lines the NFL's ever seen. I don't know. It's going to be big. What will you do? Let's let's do this right now. Like, tell me what you would do if the Jets won that game. Um, probably just uh, just nothing. Probably drink a lot. No, no, no. Like, 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 like I don't get something like, like what emotionally. Would, no, no, no. no. I, I'm not talking about that. Like, let's think of something like you commit to something that you would do. Like, you would skydive or you oh. would run your neighborhood yeah. naked or something. If Ooh. you nobody wants if to do the, that. No, of course not. Probably getting arrested. Right. In my neighborhood. <laughs> like, God, Durler's out here doing it again. Like, if the Jets won that game, <laughs> what would you do? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably have to buy a Jets shirt and wear it or something like that. that that'd be like, we're talking about today is like, have you ever wore like a team you didn't like root for? Like, I remember one time I went to, um, well, it was when, I, when we went to, we were in Houston. It was during the Astros, the first World Series. And my buddy's like, hey, we're, we were down there as the World Series was going on. So he's like, let's go to the bar and watch the game. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's do that. He's like, hey, I just, here, I, I bought you a Houston shirt. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. He's like, yeah, just put it on. That way, you, you know, everybody fits in. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, man. And it felt fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> It, you, just, it just felt weird. Like, would you wear like a Raiders shirt? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, no, but like, I wouldn't you know, wear a Houston shirt either. Yeah. Like, Raiders is different. That's I was a, that's peer pressured into it. Like, somebody tried to convince me to wear a Chiefs shirt on Monday. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. 
Because it feels weird. It feels weird. Yeah. So there was one time when I went to Boston with with my wife. I have seen you wear a royal shirt, though. That Honestly, and that felt weird. <laughs> I don't know. It you didn't tell me how it felt, but it, it looked weird. I've worn a royal shirt twice. Once uh, was at Fenway when the Royals were playing the Red Sox. Good and choice. this is during the bombing. This was the first game after the bombing. Ooh. And I was like, you know what? I feel good representing Kansas City. It felt weird. Mm. I was like, I should be wearing something Cardinals right now. Yeah. And That'd I, be weird, though. That's like, always weird like when there's like... a neutral thing, too. Yeah, but when there's like a fan who's like at the game, you know, like when there's like some guy at a Chiefs game, it's like Chiefs Broncos, and there's like a guy in a Green Bay. It's like, what are you doing? I saw doing? a Steelers fan <laughs> It's like, what are you Monday. doing here, bro? Wrong game. I feel like it depends on the sport. So whenever I go to a Royals game So it's acceptable here, in football. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I... <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Whenever I go to a Royals game here yeah. and it's not against the Cardinals, I wear neutral stuff. Okay. I very rarely, or I wear down. my I-70s shirt, which has Royals oh, and yeah. Cardinals on it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to root for the Royals in this game, but I need you to know that's not where my loyalties lie. Mm-hmm. But if I go like Respect. to a Chiefs game, they are a rival. They're not playing the Broncos. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have to... Wear something NFL. I have to wear something Broncos. So I wear my like least intrusive <laughs> Broncos shirt, which is simply just a t-shirt that says, which has Denver. That old it just says Denver, it on just it. Denver on it. It's just Colorado But symbol. I'm not wearing red. Yeah. And I didn't wear anything like orange. Patriots oriented or anything overly orange. Yeah. You can always, I feel like the neutral thing is just, just go America. How about that? <laughs> There was one red, white, and blue, bro. Just put that. Just put the flag on. In Steelers gear. Well, I and know. I didn't understand that. It is not a Steelers game, nor I, are any of these rivals to the Steelers. Like, I, why are you I, wearing that? I don't get that either. He I, had like a Santonio Holmes jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, and let's be honest, like it's not like it's a full stadium either. So it's not like this guy, like, ah, oh, somebody gave me tickets, and I'm like, right. you went out of your way to buy these right. tickets. Probably for good money, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm then gonna wear my San Antonio home shirt. Correct. Like, how do you feel? Like, if you were to go to a Cardinals Reds game, yeah, what would you wear? Like, if you came as my guest, yeah, to a Cardinals Reds game, Royals are not involved, not even a rival of who yeah. you're playing. Probably just wearing like a regular polo, right. <laughs> Or a fucking t-shirt. Okay. You know, just like something just like, uh, I came here with a buddy. You know what I mean? Like Now, not in- if we were in Denver yeah. and they were playing, let's say, the Panthers, yeah. what would you wear? Something warm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm would not- you be inclined to wear something Chiefs to say that, you know what? Um... Yeah, maybe it depends. I don't... I've never been to a game in Denver, so I don't know I what they... haven't either. I don't know what their fans are like if they're going to be like... You know, but also, like, I can handle my own shit, so... You know, it's weird. I've had experiences both ways. I've been to plenty of Broncos and Chiefs games. Yeah. And some games, like, some Chiefs fans are just yeah. dickheads. And sometimes they're very nice. Yeah. Um, it depends on how much they've had to drink. Sure. I mean, we... we I've had beers thrown at me when, and stuff like that. See, that's, see, that's, that's too much. I think that's which is not a, Which is not indicative of, of Chiefs fan as a whole. Because right. every other Chiefs fan, like, when you're walking into the stadium, you get jeered, but it's yeah. all in good fun. You know? It'll be interesting to see. So last year we went to Nashville for the right. t- for the Titans game. Everybody was very cordial, love all around, and so I was like, okay, this is great. And now, granted, it was about fifty fifty in the stadium, so I was like, <laughs> be careful. 
But uh, so this year we're going to Tampa. So we'll see what that's all about. Like, see what the vibe is. Oh, you are is. going to Tampa. Mm-hmm. When is yeah. that? Uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah, we go down there then, and then the game's on. Well, I'll tell hey, you what, Brady is not looking good right now. So. No. Oh, I love seeing him on the so He just soft. got sacked. I, I know. It. He just goes straight down. It's like the daintiest down. little sack. Yeah. Like, oh. He well, he doesn't even get hit. He just goes, oh, man, just touch me. Just fall down and touch me. I'm not going anywhere. You understand what I'm saying about what you're wearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And that's why I was like, I was just telling my buddy Dave, I was like, dude, I don't know. I don't want to wear this Astro stuff, but I don't know. So I did. And then I just felt fucking awkward all night. And then I got home. I was like, no. Like there's more logic in me wearing something Royals than you wearing something Astros. 100%. My son is a huge Royals fan. The second time was the parade. Yeah. I took my son to the parade and I put on a Royals shirt and so did my wife. Because Respect. he's a Royals fan, and we're going to support yeah. him because his team won the World Series. Mm-hmm. And if the Cardinals won, I would make him wear a Cardinals shirt. Yeah, he probably would too. <laughs> he would. Yeah, he, would. he has a Cardinals hat. He wears it. Yeah, he, he understands. That's different. A championship. You got to. You. You. That's different. I'm still not wearing anything Chiefs. That's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. feel like there's. I know we're rivals in baseball and rivals in football. Yeah. But there's a different level of rivalness. Mm-hmm. Mainly because we're not in the same division in baseball. Yeah. Like, I'm not ever wearing anything Cubs, Brewers, Reds, or Pirates. Have, if if you were in our division, I'd probably stop it at that. Like, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I, th- I want to say the time I went to the Cubs game, I wore a Royals-like shirt just because we... We were in Chicago, went to a Cubs-Reds uh, game. I'd like to think garbage. as a friend you would support me and never wear anything Cubs. No, no, God, no. Had fun in Wrigleyville, though. Super fun. Yeah, I bet. Awesome. I bet. You got, you can drink plenty of beer there. That's for sure. They don't, don't run doubt out. That they don't run out. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, just wear wear your team, root for your team, wear your own shit, and have a good time, and just don't throw beers at people. How about that? I would because, appreciate that because beers are expensive at the game. You don't want to waste good quality beer throwing it. Was it. Cold, and yeah. I don't understand why you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a terrible idea. Don't do that. This was right after, um, oh, what was it? Uh, um, Josh McDaniels or the or the Broncos organization were accused of spying on the 49ers in London. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. So we had this guy a couple rows down that the whole game was yelling, Cheaters! And then he's the one that kind of picked up the beer, saw me in my Broncos gear, and I was there with another uh, with the Chiefs fan, and threw his beer at me. I was like, "Cool, thanks, dude. Thanks for just representing your city in a horrible way." <laughs> Assholes, right? Yeah, didn't appreciate that. There's been some of that in like college football games a few times, but Broncos won that game, and I was happy about that. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> it did. It felt good. It's all that matters. You know what? You got to get the wins where you can. Because right now, wins are coming out of premium there for the Broncos. So, can't, so <laughs> can't argue that. The soak, stats don't yeah, lie. Right. Stack, soak up the old ones. But uh, but anyways, as we head into the next week, um, we've got uh, a Chiefs team that's ready to steamroll a Raider squad. And who's the Broncos got? Page, Patriots. Oh, Pats. yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Well. And we don't know who's playing or when we're playing, really. I don't think anyone knows. I think it's going to be a crapshoot from here on out until Tennessee gets her shit together. Everybody's like, you know what's going to make me mad? What not? If Tennessee doesn't, like, they forfeit games from here on out or something, 
And we've already played them. <laughs> like you would get a forfeited game and we wouldn't. Yeah. That would be great. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, hey, when you go 16 and 0, you got to get some breaks. That's all I got to say. Oh, you're going 16 and 0, huh? Oh, okay. I mean, if you go 16 and 0. Correct. Correct. You got to catch them. You're going 15 or 14 and 2. I'll take that all day long. Two losses against the Broncos. <laughs> I'll take that all day long, too. If that happens, if sure, that happens, sure. if we go 14 and 2, you'll get your home field and the advantage. Two losses, you'll get your playoffs. Yeah. yeah. We'll get two We'll wins. get that Super Bowl ring, and you can, have, you, can, you can get a t shirt printed with we beat them twice, and then we'll just have another Suck Super, Bowl, Super Bowl ring. <laughs> T-shirt printed and that. You know what? That, I'd be okay with that. That's all right. I would be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Have your ring. We beat you. <laughs> oh, it's always great. It's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a fun weekend because there's plenty of great, great things to do and watch. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited. So, And I know um, people aren't really in like because of COVID into baseball, but you guys are missing out on some great stuff. I tried to post stuff on Facebook and honestly, the baseball, it's, it's, just, being, it's it, being overlooked because these are great games. And it's a great format. It has a very uh, March Madness feel to it. Yeah. Watch baseball. I I agree. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I just know that it's missing that The fans and the stands. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. it. The intense energy of, you know, if, if it's the eighth inning and you're down by one and you're trying to get on base and... The, the crowd noise. is going, yeah, and it. the pitcher is sweating bullets out there because he's like, "If I leave this one hanging, it is going to get yacked." And you know, you're missing that a little bit. The guys like, oh, "I'm just going out here and just hit my pitches," and so it's missing a little bit of that. But yeah, I agree. Let's watch some good baseball. It's going to be fun. You got a lot of great teams battling it out mm-hmm. for the short championship. So and then the Astros. Yeah, leave them out. Hopefully they lose. Real some great quick. teams, and then the Astros. Yeah, hopefully they lose. And that way we don't have to watch them anymore. Um, because if they win it all and then we get fans next year, that's going to be a tough look for everyone. I agree. I agree. But but yeah, so we got baseball. We got plenty of great football. Hopefully your fantasy teams are uh, still alive and doing well. A couple of mine are not, but a couple of mine are doing fantastic. So shout out to those teams that are still not injured. <laughs> shout out to your fantasy teams. <laughs> They're not injured. They're still alive. I, a lot of people have no team left because of all the injuries. The right. real concern right now is that there are people who don't have stuff to listen to right now. Yeah. I know there's a lot of content, but there are people who are feeling lonely and could use some Rivals podcast. Yeah, Share through. this with them. Let them know that we are there for them. Yeah. That there are people who are above average fans oh, yeah. who know some stats and don't know others. Yeah. And they want to listen to us. They just want to hear us shit. But they, talk they shit. need you yeah. to share that to them. Share it with them. Yeah. Let them know that we are here. Mark and Seth are here for you. That's right. And we and we don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. But uh, back to, let me circle this in real quick. Since we talked about traveling turkeys there at the beginning, I want to throw it out. Next uh, weekend here, if you're in the Kansas City area, there is a, uh, a restaurant here in Olathe called The Other Place where we're having oh, a- Oh, I love that place. Oh, yeah. They got the best food in town, and they're going to have some awesome, cool drink specials, but we're doing a bags tournament. You can go to TravelingTurkeys.com and register your team. Uh, basically, your team, if your team registers, I think it's $50, pers- $50 a person, so $100 a team, and that basically pays for three meals- um, for a family this Thanksgiving. And what that also does is it gets you in the bags tournament and it's a single elimination and you can come kick my ass because I'm not that good <laughs> at bags. But I will be there playing with my bags partner, Doug. And uh, 
and we're going to try to win this son of a bitch. But there's prizes. There's going to be other types of games to play too. And uh, it's it's on Saturday, uh, October 15th. So uh, it starts okay. at 11. So come on Excellent. out. Go to com and find out uh, more information about it. So um, yeah, let's rock Excellent. and roll. Love it. Let's rock and roll into next week. And uh, cheers. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find us. You know where we're at. Rivals out. <laughs>